Imagine a microscopic superhero in your body, one of the many members of the cell's workforce crucial for your health. It's called the wrapper, and it plays a vital role in keeping you in top shape. But what exactly is the wrapper? And why should you care? Today, we'll dive into the world of cells and discover how the wrapper impacts your well being. You're listening to Mitomania, a podcast brought to you by Andrew Chow, Olivia Hillier, Olivia Summers, and Anna Wang through the Translational and Molecular Medicine program here at the University of Ottawa. Our body is made up of cells, the basic building blocks of life. Each cell has their own set of specialized workers called organelles. One such worker is the mitochondria, often referred to as the cell's powerhouse for its role in supplying energy needed for daily activities. We'll be focusing specifically on the cells in our liver. These cells are like the nutrient command centers, orchestrating the balance of fats in our bodies. So why should we care about these liver cells and their organelles like mitochondria? Enter the wrapper, our hero in this cellular opera. The wrapper, short for wrapping endoplasmic reticulum, is like a protective cloak around the mitochondria in these liver cells. This cloak is like a shield that safeguards your metabolic health. Wrapper isn't just a passive observer, it actively influences your health. It's involved in creating something called bad cholesterol, or VLDLs, crucial for managing your body's fat distribution. Stick around as we unravel the mysteries of wrapper and how it impacts your well-being. Today, we are joined by Dr. Luca Pellegrini, a new professor here at the University of Ottawa who specializes in mitochondria research and the mechanisms underlying interorganelle contacts. In 2021, he and his lab became the founders of Rapper. He was born and raised in Italy, completed his PhD in France, and finished two postdocs in the US. Just this year, he organized a conference on the subject of interorganelle contacts biology in Italy. His current research looks at how the development and progression of liver diseases can be understood by contacts between wrapper, mitochondria, and peroxisomes. Dr. Pellegrini, welcome to our podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me here. It's really an honor and a pleasure. As scientists, our personal interests can inspire our research and take it to a new level. So let's get to know the founder of Rapper better. How did you come to study Rapper? I was at the University of Padua in Italy when I was doing my sabbatical. I decided to study this mitochondria that in the liver are all wrapped around by this uh, strange membrane, the wrapper. So I decided to join the laboratory of one of the best mitochondria scientists in the world, Professor Lucas Corrano. And uh, that was the best place where I could start this research. The University of Padua is, in fact, one of the best universities in Italy, and certainly is one of the oldest in the world. Did you know it was founded in 1222? That's 800 years ago. It's also the university of uh, the famous astronomer Galileo Galilei. It's a university rich with uh, scientific history. Why do you like history so much? Well, I come from a family of uh, people that are really students of uh, uh, history, such as my brother. He's a university professor of history. And uh, my mom, she was an amazing expert in uh, history of art. So I think I took it from them, and I grew up with them, and I always start to put that, uh, you know, history in everything I do, or how I think. In my work, for instance, I look at evolution, and uh, 
evolution is really about uh, you know studying the history of life, right? So I use the evolutionary biologist to really understand more about what I'm studying. In short, Dr. Pellegrini's love for history comes down to working internationally in cutting-edge labs, loving history, and wanting to incorporate it in his own work. So let's learn about the history of his research, the wrapper, and its contacts with mitochondria. When did researchers start to consider how contacts between organelles may be important? The first discovery of interorganellar contacts was done in 1956 by two French researchers. It was only in 1990s that, however, the real understanding of the critical functions that these uh, contacts between organelles have for cell biology uh, started to emerge. It started actually with the work of a Canadian scientist, Jean Vance, from the University of uh, Alberta in Edmonton. It was her that uh, she really started the whole field of uh, interorganellar contacts biology by discovering that the contacts between mitochondria and DR are the spot where the cell makes some essential component of uh, the lipid membrane. They're called phospholipids. And later on, it was also discovered that these same sites are also the places where the calcium can flush inside the mitochondria, which is an extremely important biological process. So it started in 1956. It really got understood in the 1990s. In the year 2000, we started to really put together mechanisms and expand really on our understanding, and the field exploded. Today is a major, major field of cell biology. What kinds of diseases are related to defects in interorganelle contacts? As we discover more interorganellar contacts, we're also discovering that the loss of proper communication between these organelles uh, is causing uh, all sorts of diseases. To name a few neurodegenerative diseases and cancer, but my study focuses on liver lipid diseases. That is what is happening when the liver cannot handle the fats or the lipids that uh, we ingest through our diet. And in that case, this is causing an accumulation of uh, lipids in the liver that causes inflammation and eventually degenerating into liver cancer. Clearly then, contacts between organelles aren't just important at the cell level, but influence our entire body and can lead to diseases like Alzheimer's, liver disease, and cancer. Let's go back to the basics then and learn how the wrapper actually works. How would you explain the most important findings of your paper to a general audience? To understand the importance of the discovery, you always need to start to understand uh, what is the baseline from which you start from. And for mitochondria, that was the notion that mitochondria continuously move around inside the cell. They also continuously fuse and divide. Well, I changed that paradigm by showing that in the liver cell, this is not the case. One could say mitochondria are not alone in the universe of the cell. So they are actually stuck and wrapped. And the fact that they are wrapped is particularly significant also because it means that they are shielded and we don't know what they will be shielded from. Because if they are covered, it means that stuff that needs to get out of mitochondria cannot get out if it's uh, covered up by the wrapper. And likewise, if stuff needs to get inside the mitochondria, well, if the wrapper is there in the middle, that won't happen, right? So it is a major discovery because it changes the paradigm that mitochondria work in a different way, at least in the liver cell. But we have evidence that this wrapper 
mitochondria also exist uh, in other cell types, including the brain cells. N- not in every brain cell, but in a large number of them, yes. So clearly, it is the beginning of uh, discovering and changing paradigm. How would you describe the wrapper structure? Have you ever had a burrito? Of course. Well, then it's just like a burrito. When you bite, it comes wrapped by a sort of an aluminum foil, correct? Yes. Well, okay, so the burrito is the mitochondria, and the wrapping material, that's the wrapper. So in the liver, the mitochondria comes half-wrapped, like exactly burrito when you get it and start eating it. Are all mitochondria wrapped by the wrapper? That's a good question that it took us a long time for my students and I to answer. We had to reconstruct in three dimensions 121 mitochondria to find one mitochondria that was not wrapped up. And in the lab, we nicknamed it the naked guy. Is it in other cell types? Actually, yes. Again, my students looked into other cell types, namely the enterocyte and some brain cells, and we found mitochondria wrapped up by wrapper there as well. So the wrapper is especially important for cells that have to take care of a lot of fat, like liver and intestinal cells. That's why most of the mitochondria are wearing these protective wrappers, and there's very few naked guys. What Dr. Pellegrini will describe now is what the interaction between wrapper and the mitochondria is like. Does the wrapper wrap only mitochondria? No, it does wrap also another organelle called peroxisome. Peroxisomes are smaller than mitochondria, but in fact, the wrapper wraps around the mitochondria and peroxisome and brings them in close proximity to each other. We call this one a pume complex for peroxisome wrapper mitochondria complex. And we are currently studying the function of this uh, triorganellar complex, which is the first that we've been ever discovered in a, any higher eukaryotes. Are the contacts between wrapper and mitochondria static or dynamic? They are dynamics. After a meal, they are much more wrapper around mitochondria than on when you are fasting. So it does changes, and we are, again, trying to understand why this happens. Why do you think that is? Well, we believe that at the end it's all about managing lipid flux inside the liver cell. Keep in mind, the liver function is to maintain homeostasis in lipid uh, circulating in your uh, bloodstream. So this happens also inside this individual liver cell. And inside the liver cell, this has to be handled by somebody, right? And that would be the wrapper, the mitochondria, and the peroxisome when they are bundled all together. This means that the wrapper dynamically adapts to different fat levels. And it does so by changing how much it wraps around our cells' two major fat burners, mitochondria and peroxisomes. Whether we're hungry in the morning or we've just had a nice meal, the wrapper is always there as a protective cloak. But what changes is how much it's covering. Major findings like these can take a lot of time and energy for researchers to uncover. Let's take a minute to appreciate the hard work of Dr. Pellegrini's lab by looking into the team behind this discovery and what it can mean for the field. How long did it take to make these discoveries of wrapper? It took us five years, and this was the work done by two amazing students, Irene Anastasia and Nicolò Ilacqua. Can you tell us more about these two students? Yes, absolutely. They really deserve all the credits for this uh, amazing wrapper work. Irene Anastasia, she joined my lab while I was doing the sabbatical year at the University of Padua. 
and Nicola Iraqua, he's also from the University of uh, uh, Padua, but he joined us one year later. Irene is now working for a major research hospital in Milan, Italy, and she's doing amazing there. And Nicolò Ilacqua, he graduated last August, and he will now join the best lab in Canada for cell biology at McGill University. Very proud of both of them. They did amazing, and they continue to do amazing. This is an amazing story with great parallels. Here we have a small team making a huge discovery, just like how the small wrapper majorly impacts the entire body. To that point, we were interested to know what this team's discovery could mean for human health as a whole. Your team's research shows that the wrapper is involved in making bad cholesterol in our body. How can this discovery help us understand how our bodies handle fats? Well, actually, this is the current object of my research, so I hope I will be able to give you an answer in a few years. But in all uh, seriousness, we think that this is tremendously important because our discoveries was about the first to report where bad cholesterol is made inside the liver cell. And this is certainly a starting point from which now we can expand and understand really how we can control the generation and the recycling of this bad cholesterol. How can your findings lead to treatments for fat-related health issues? Again, that's a question that now we're currently exploring. But we can do this one by using genetic means. We can change the quantity of wrapper around mitochondria. And now that we can do this one, certainly we can also investigate whether having more or less wrapper in a liver that is, for instance, already obese, is activating all the processes that we know we need to be carefully controlled, such as activation of inflammation and then cellular transformation, which is cancer. Before we wrap up, we're not ready to let go of Dr. Pellegrini just yet. You recently joined the University of Ottawa. What do you plan to do here? Well, first of all, let me say that I am excited and grateful to be here at the University of Ottawa, where there are so many amazing researchers around me. But uh, what really, really excites me the most is to have the opportunity to supervise, mentor, teach to amazing students such as yourself. Thank you, Dr. Pellegrini, for joining us today. Well, it's my pleasure. This was really a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you to Dr. Pellegrini for joining us today and helping us tell the story of how the wrapper exists at the cellular level to handle whole body fat distribution. His exciting discovery made a major impact on the field and his important implications to liver disease and cancer. We're lucky to have him here at the Faculty of Medicine. Thank you for tuning in to Mitomania. And that's a wrap.